This is a HeadGum Podcast. My Fluffy Puffs, Tropical Mango and Manoy. This plant-based conditioner is refreshing to your scalp and gives your curls more definition, making it easier to style. Go to myfluffypuffs.com. Save 16% off of any order using the code UNRULY16. That's myfluffypuffs.com. to go over right now <laughs> it's insane <laughs> it's a lot of time like I, I'm legit like just I'm a wealth of walking dead knowledge right now it's 180 minutes <laughs> it's a long there's a lot of chunks out of my life but you know what it's okay it's okay they were long long chunks but I, I appreciated those long chunks so we have missed you. I am your host, Kayla. And I am Mel. And, yeah. Uh, naming this episode is going to be freaking ridiculous. I don't know what it's going to be called. I don't know. Um, It'll flow. There's so much to choose from. <laughs> there's so many different topics to just go and have a really good fun time with. Like, from Carol getting stuff dropped off at her door by oh all these men. Now let's start with last episode, the last okay. 90 minute episode with Carl who lost it and then went to go confront Negan. <laughs> that whole episode made me uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. Oh my God. My poor baby. <laughs> I was like, you went from crazy to child, back to crazy, back to child again. It was just so much was going on. So much, and then I finally understood what was going on with the saviors. They're a cult. <laughs> it's it's a cult. It, it's a it, cult. It, it, you know what? I have been literally so uncomfortable watching, you know, the Scientology documentary on Annie. That's how that episode made me feel. <laughs> I felt like I was watching L. Ron Hubbard, and so I did not appreciate it. The saviors are post-apocalyptic Scientology. Apparently, yes. So yes, is Tom Cruise are. vegan? No, he's so small. <sighs> but he could be. Know. Who even knows? It, it the episode, like I said, made me feel like really uncomfortable with the level of how he broke down to a child. Like, yeah, it's more fun for me to just break you. Yeah, and then we never knew, like, what he was going to do. Well, I didn't know since I didn't read the comic, but what he was going to do with Carl. So it's, like, that whole dragging him around, making him carry stuff, making him, you know, watch 
him iron that guy's face. <laughs> oh my gosh. Our, that, that, that scene. And, and I'm glad they didn't show the initial, like, impact of the iron hitting his face, because I think I probably would have thrown up. I was not ready for I that. just knew. I'm like, watch when they pull that iron away. It's going to come off his skin. And that is why Jesus's extensions are so bad, because they're paying all this money for the, you know, the special effects for, like, the flesh, the zombies, the sick, you know, Carl's eye. Carl's eye is the reason that Wait. we have struggle wigs. Oh, this is true. <laughs> this is so true. But can we, I, I, I got goosebumps when he said he wanted to touch Carl's eye socket. I was afraid. I was like, don't do it. Please don't. I don't, and I honestly, in my mind, was like, they're going to have this. This is what's going to happen. They are going to let him touch this boy's eye socket. And I don't appreciate that. Not at all. Yeah, I don't know where your but hands have been. Ew. Apparently over every, in, in and around every woman inside that place. So. As cult leaders <laughs> do. <sighs> so gross. Oh, so wrong. So many levels. I, I uh, walking in there to seeing all his wives, you know. Just sitting there in their nice dresses, all clean, but obviously scared for their lives. <clears throat> it was so Las Vegas, like, well, you know these escorts sit around in black dresses waiting for a call to where they need to go, and it's like, ew. And I, and, and I, I honestly, like, my heart broke the girl, um, Amber, mm-hmm. and it's like... She just wanted to see her husband. Like, wow. And, and he's like, well, you, you know, you love me, and it, it's just like... Dude, nobody his... loves you. <laughs> God, and Megan's, like, his psychological hold, like, we finally got to see his, his, you know, how it works on women, and it's that emotional abuse that you see. People are like, oh, well, domestic violence isn't, if it's physical, yeah, but there's no such thing as emotional or full of shit, because it is. That, and, you know, also, he has your husband's life and your family's life in his hands. He's like, oh, I'm not forcing you to do anything, but, you know, I will kill your husband. But it's your choice. You can go live with your mom, but your husband... Uh-uh. You can no. go live with your mom, and then, you know, your mom might end up in the little playpen with the, the the walkers. But, you know, it's your choice. You don't have to marry me. It's all right. Mm-mm. <laughs> That's not really a choice. That's a bad choice. No. Yeah. I, I honestly... It's just the him sitting next to her and trying to like be comforting, but still an asshole perplexed the hell out of me. Like how they, like how deep do you have to go within a character to to make people physically uncomfortable watching you? I just have to keep and, reminding myself. Like everybody says, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is a nice man. He is a nice man. <laughs> I will not <laughs> kneecap him if I see him in public. He is a nice man. <laughs> I'm gonna I believe that one day. And then poor Daryl. <laughs> I felt bad for Daryl. I did. Uh, yeah, he's just. 
he even called him his, he's like, yeah, he's like, I'm not going to be able to fuck with any of my wives. And he, then he was like, well, maybe one of them. And then he was like smiling at Daryl. I was like, ew. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh. Why? <laughs> Why did we go there? And I am so sick of Dwight. I need Dwight to go away. I wanted Dwight to go away since, like, last season. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm so ready for Dwight to go away. Like, I don't dirty. feel bad for him at all. No, dirty, nasty man. And I, ugh. Ugh. So, uh, but also, what was interesting is that the episode didn't make, like, because they could have done it to where the entire episode was all about just Carl inside Which would have made camp. more sense, actually. Because <laughs> yeah. like, I counted, there were like, what, six storylines in the last episode? And then, yeah. Really, because they put so much into Carl and Negan, that was the strongest storyline. The rest didn't really matter. I mean, Michonne, that wasn't necessary because she was just in the car for like two seconds. And Rick and I... Aaron doing... God, and Spencer. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Spencer. Spencer. Oh, yeah, we'll Spencer, get there. Like, like that's such a that's such a curse word to me. Like, he's so disgusting. I... I, I don't understand. But... They made me not like Rosita. Yeah, Rosita's going through it. She's going through it, and I was willing to, like, give her some leeway. But, like, this last episode, oof, that was too much. Too, she, too much. She went too far with the way she handled Eugene, and I did not Yeah, she went that. too far. Like, he... He's... I don't know, Eugene is like, he's a special person because the way he thinks is not like how everyone else thinks. And you have to appreciate that. Now, granted, because he is not like physically like everyone else and doesn't contribute in that way when it comes to that, I can see the frustration with him being like a burden on people. But to go at him the way that she did just because she needed one damn bullet one i can see why she did it but my thing is just because you know you're really upset you're dealing with the loss of somebody that doesn't give you the you know what justification yeah yeah justification for being an asshole to other people it doesn't it may be your reason but no. Mm-mm. Yeah. I, I I don't know. That just really bothered me because, like, it came up. We get it. You're hurt. Because, look, we're all still hurt. And, you know, it's not like you had a Maggie situation. I need you to get over yourself at this point. And, you know, like, Eugene was right. He turned out to be right. He told her, you're not the one who's going to pay for this. Other people are going to pay for this. It's like, you were there, you saw what happened. And then he was right, because she isn't the one who paid for what she did. Mm-mm-mm. It's, oh, I... All that. right, so, 
The storylines yeah. from the last episode were Eugene and Rosita, Gabriel and Spencer, which I actually really did like because I, Father Gabriel, oh my god, I kind of love he him said, now. <laughs> he said, you're a tremendous shit. And I was yeah. like, yes! It's exactly what we were all thinking, yeah. So, Carl and the Saviors with the side plot of Real Housewives of the Sanctuary, Michonne and Rick and Aaron. And then really we only needed maybe three of those. Because I'm going to leave Rick and Aaron in there. I, okay, can we talk about, and Mel, me and you have talked about this outside of the show, and fat shaming people and body shaming people and how it's such a big, for whatever reason, they feel like they need to do it to, like, further a plot line. I didn't need any fucking fat joke about Olivia. Not one. I get that that's Negan's character. Um, but we've already heard the fat jokes about her from the first time he met her. Mm. Uh, we don't really need at this point to for it to be drilled in that Negan's an asshole. We all got it. We've yeah, we've gotten it all season. So you you can tell when writers uh, and what kind of writers, and I'm not gonna get into what kind of writers write that kind of. Sh- you know, shit to be put on TV, but it just, it gets to be a bit much, and you have to back off a little bit, so. I did like that slap, though. Yes! Apparently she slapped the shit out of him in real life. (laughs) Really? Yeah, because it was on Talking Dead, and they were interviewing, and she's like, yeah, he kept telling me, hit, just hit me, just hit me, just hit me, and then she just, you know, reach back and then hit him with the force of all of our wishes like so bad that people rushed on the set <laughs> to start laughing like that was his oh, real reaction word. because she hit him that hard Steve that's what we all wanted to do yeah. it's, but like him being in that house made me so uncomfortable and that moment that he picked up Judith oh. I about fell out I think I fell out on the ground Holding Judith. Oh, I'm like, is he going to take Judith? Is he going to do something bad to that baby? And I was like, Carl, this is why you should have thought, you know, ahead before you went over there. But you're a child, so I can get, I can kind of see why you didn't. You need to stop stop making excuses for him. Badass kid. So sick of him. Doing shit he's not supposed to do. That's all he does. Just, I don't do no rules. I have no rules, but I need someone to come see. He did me. kill a bunch of people, though. So He didn't kill many people with his well, little machine gun. Like... <laughs> when he was like, people. when Negan's, Negan's like, you picked that gun because it looked cool. You did! And I was like, yeah, that's why he did, because he's a child. <sighs> but it worked, though. <laughs> well, yeah, it worked because Negan didn't kill him. Negan's fascinated by Carl. <laughs> I, I don't know. But, like you said, there were so many plot points in that episode. It just got so over. Most were unnecessary. Yeah. Actually, we didn't really need Rick and Aaron's storyline. They could have done most of it in this episode. True. Well, the thing is, you really just needed Spencer. If you yeah. were going to do line you just do Spencer and then explain it 
excuse me, um, in the next episode, but they decided to do it all in one and make it 90 minutes. And it's like, you gave us 90 minutes of jumping back and forth when that's not really what we wanted. But I mean, it was still an enjoyable episode. Um, just being able to see exactly how they function within, um, the saviors and with the ranks. Um, but I don't want to know what happens in the saviors. This is our second episode set in, you know, the sanctuary. And I don't want to know. No, I'm not really interested in them. See, and I think that's, for me, it's like, you want to know how they work because that's how you're going to know like where their weaknesses are um and and how you can actually like break the structure from within so i think that's important um i don't know i the episode was a lot but i felt like it was okay i actually liked um the next episode better and I felt like it was a pretty good solid ending to this half of the season. Oh god, um, yeah. Yeah, let's I, move on to the last episode. <laughs> the yeah, because like, basically you you have to hit all the ma- like there's major points within Sing Me a Song. Carl Last episode was a lot of setup. This is like a lot of, you know, follow up. Let's yeah, explain everything. The season has been leading me now. Like, your boy got played and was like, hey, after you. I'm like, Jesus, did you think he was going to jump out of the truck? <laughs> so, I needed him. To rede- Luckily, he redeemed himself for me because I was like, what the hell, dummy? And he did it. Like, did you not think? Like, this kid is has run away from, like, a place of safety. To jump in the backseat of a, a truck with guns. Oh, yeah. And you thought he was going to jump out with you. Congratulations, <laughs> you fool. <laughs> well, he thought Carl was, you know, a regular child, and he's not. Now, Jesus needs to spend some more time with Carl and see all the crazy that's, you know, manifesting in there. Uh-huh. Jesus is really good at getting in and getting out places. Sneaky children are sneaky, badass kids. Carl is like if they were to remake Children of the Corn, Carl would be Malachi. Like, <laughs> freaking old. Old. bad as hell and He's sneaky. Not evil. <laughs> God, I can't. And everybody's like, oh, he's so, you know, he's just so broken because his dad. I'm like, broken. <laughs> <sighs> No sympathy for Carl. You know how I feel about this. <laughs> God. All right. Um, so, episode eight, though. I'm still never going to be ready to see Glenn's grave. No. No. I was not. was not. My heart needs to stop being played with when it comes to that. It's not. I don't appreciate it. Um, God, when that baby's but, born, it's going to be so much worse. Oh, Lord. What's funny, though, is a lot of the feedback is they're like, well, Maggie doesn't really look pregnant. I'm like, it's an apocalypse. She's a little bit under, you know, fed. 
a little malnourished, so I'm How pretty sure she's not... she? I don't she even can't be remember. that far along. She's been pregnant for like a billion episodes. But like how much time has passed? It's only been like what three weeks. <laughs> it hasn't been yeah. that long. <laughs> yeah, so I, I mean, it's not super like she's not super far along. People are like, she doesn't look pregnant. They're not really doing their job. I'm like, like I said, it's post-apocalyptic, so people that are pregnant are not gonna look. Like, they're pregnant. I don't think she's been pregnant that long, so I'm not even worried. I mean, what's her face? Why can't I remember her name? Probably because I I sent it out of my mind because I couldn't stand Lori. (laughs) Lori looked pregnant. So they can do it. I mean, they can. But Lori was a little... Ugh. So... (laughs) Lori, Lori had karma fat because that wasn't reasonable. <laughs> so mean. That's on her. God was like, you know what? A little extra weight because you know what you did? You know what you did. That's that's really all I have to say mm-hmm. about that. But um, it, it was... So we had Michonne seeing the savior camp from the outside all the different i don't know cars and setup that they have there and realizing no i can't go in by my she's the only one who realized no i can't go in by myself and do this alone <laughs> and then yeah but away not, before trouble came but i'm not gonna leave a witness to go and run her freaking mouth and tell everyone by the way there's somebody outside who stole my gun in my car i Good think job. that lady wanted to die which is really sad she just uh, she just gave up. I mean, yeah, the, the, that creepy little message. We are all Negan. Like, um, well, he does drum that into them, cause you know the good. cult thing, <laughs> the Scientology thing, the Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> we are all Tom Cruise. <laughs> Picturing the saviors of Scientology, except without you know, the bat going into people's heads. Oh god. Mm. Oh well. Okay. All right. I can't. All right. No more Tom. No more Tom Cruise within the post-apocalyptic world. Um. So Michonne goes back, and then she has that really heartfelt talk with Rick in in the prison, in the prison cell. Oh. It was all sweet and stuff. I was like, oh, well. It's like realizing we have to do this together. We can't do it anybody's way but our way. It's like, oh. I'm so glad that you guys are still together and you're working it out. Rashawn lives forever. Forever. It's like four plus ever. That is Rashawn. It was just nice to see that because when he was talking to Aaron, it was like, Michonne doesn't think that I'm doing the right thing. And Aaron was like, you know, you, you're doing what you feel like you need to do because, you know, he was there. He saw if it happened with Rick. And I think that, you know, Michonne and Rick needed that time apart to kind of just be like, we have to do it together. Like us trying to handle this shit separately is not going to work. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, 
was like really Harry Potterish of me, but there's strength in numbers and working together as opposed yeah. to working. Because what has working solo done for anybody so far? Not much. It got Jane killed. <laughs> um, it got who else got killed because they decided to work alone? Andrea. Um, let's see. We're just gonna keep going down the list. The only person that has benefited working alone has been Carol, and you no, know, no, I feel no, 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 that doesn't count because Carol, because Carol left to go work all alone by herself, and then look at what happens. Um, she got what is her name? God, I can't remember anybody's name tonight. Mm, Tara's girlfriend, the doctor. Oh. Uh... Yeah, she died. I remember when um, Carol worked alone and burnt some people up in the prison. Man, but Carol's nuts. <laughs> so she's like an anomaly. She needs to be by herself because she's a jinx. So, <laughs> but this is what you get for working alone. Also, Carol working alone scared that little boy so bad that he freaked out and got his family killed. <laughs> Carol's a jinx. <laughs> so, in other words, don't work alone. Discuss your plans with other people. Let us make decisions as a group. <laughs> oh Lord. Okay. And okay. So we also, 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 we had. Um, I can't remember the guy's name. I always forget his name because we don't really see him that much. Coming to Morgan and Carol, like, yo, we need to take down the saviors before they take down us. I was like, hmm, that sounds really freaking familiar so familiar and i'm like dude you don't know I how want, that planned out <laughs> don't do it. i want to know how this will work you know don't do it don't do it don't do it like i'm i was sitting here like i'm watching it and i'm like huh well you know maybe it'll work out in their favor no Not. they don't have the numbers <laughs> and they don't know that's the problem nobody knows anything they just want to go in all gung-ho and like i'm gonna attack and I don't know anything, but it's going to work out. <laughs> mm -mm. Stupid. But you know what? They don't listen. When do they ever? Nope. And then when the people try to tell them that, hey, by the way, maybe you should listen to me, they still don't listen. So, I, I, Rick's I, ready to listen now. He looked at Maggie and he's like, yeah, I wasn't ready before, but I'm ready now. <laughs> In that, you know, soft-spoken Rick way. <laughs> I, I, there is so much, like, good moments about uh, this one because like Rick getting his gun back it was like oh. before we get to the good let's go through the bad <laughs> okay okay first I I liked the reunion of everybody I'm sorry <laughs> I'm no, we're gonna get that's gonna be like the ch you know the cherry on top of the shit Sunday of all these people that died <laughs> do you think Aaron was bit in yes. the lake oh damn yeah. I was hoping not Okay, so that's bad. I don't thing want. To I didn't want him to. Like my heart, like like fell out of my stomach when he fell in, mm -hmm. went underneath the water, and he was like, "I'm okay. I'm okay." I'm like, "He's not okay. There's something wrong." Well, he is wearing a lot of clothing, so it's possible they didn't get through. But who even knows at this point? So Aaron fell in the lake, possibly got bit, and then got the shit kicked out of him by the bully saviors. I can't stand those people. Oh my god, they're the worst of humanity. Ugh. I can't was, wait till they all bite it in horrible ways. I, I, it was so uncomfortable, but you know what I've been waiting on for the past few episodes, and I've been saying who I want to die, and I got what I wanted. <sighs> uh, 
I feel so evil. Like I was really yeah. happy. Like you my boyfriend looked at me and like said, that. "He was like, no one should smile that big when someone's dying on TV." I'm like, "Oh, but it's me." But he, it was so. This is not, you know, one of those sad deaths you didn't see coming. This is one of those deaths that he walked straight into it. He has been trying to undermine Rick all season, and it has not worked yet. And he thought he was gonna cozy up with this psycho killer and it was gonna work out in his favor spencer was so stupid he kept trying to be like his mother but he did not have the brains to do it Ugh. that was uh, my mother ran she was in congress and she did all of these things and she was such a good person and Shut rick up. came in and then my whole family died ho 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 i don't think rick's a good leader Ugh. what the entire family's dead congratulations that's what I thought once his guts were lying on the floor. I'm like, now you can be with your family, Spencer. This is all you wanted. There you go. Just, all it did was, like, made me, I squealed with joy. Because I, I, that's the thing. Negan does not, if you're a coward and go behind someone's back, yeah, he thinks you're a piece of shit. He thinks everyone on the planet is a piece of shit. And only he's a good person, but... You're really an asshole. You're going behind somebody that's actually trying to do something. And so there's a reason that Carl can get away with doing whatever the hell he wants around Negan because Negan respects him that he's not scared of him. And he, he, you know, psychotic people recognize other psychotic people. It's just calling to each other. (laughs) Nice. Nice, Mel. I mean... It's, oh, that whole scene. Okay, so what's the name of the... I, and the I'm guts thinking. on the floor, that's another reason that we have struggle legs. Because look at how <laughs> realistic that looked. Right there. <laughs> exactly. But what's the name of the movie where the two guys, funny games, Negan in the house with mm. the dinner, that's all I can think of. This is Negan going back to being scary. Because like, the past, except for the first episode, I haven't really found him scary. I found him more annoying than scary. Especially when he's with the saviors, it's just, oh, you're bothering me. But now, this episode, after he gutted Spencer, he's sitting, and before that, when he was sitting at the dinner table and everybody's looking at him, just the look on his face. You don't know what he's going to do. You don't know what, how he's going to snap. <sighs> yeah. It's just, I, he's got Carl in there making biscuits. I was like, what is happening? Olivia making lemonade. Oh, the baby. Oh, and he was like so attached. Like, oh, she's so cute. When he was like, come over, we'll grill. I was like, oh, no. I was so afraid he was going to take Judith like he took. All I can think was, this is not right. But (laughs) it's been great. And we'll see you guys in February. All right. (laughs) Night, guys.
That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>